0: This episode is available to watch as a video podcast exclusively on the Talking Backwards Patreon page. Sign up today over at patreon.com talkingbackwards talking You know what would have been a great title for Twin Peaks? Isolating and Strange? Owl City. Damn it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Got me. Damn it. Just,
0: just saying.
2: Oh, man. Well, welcome back to Talking Backwards, the Twin Peaks podcast. I'm Dave Jackson, joined by Patrick Mahan.
0: Hey, everybody.
2: And Tyler Mullins. Hey.
1: Hey! hey. <laughs> there you go. Okay. There it is. Yeah. Just looking for enthusiasm. That's the time we were looking sorry. for.
2: So, uh, Case Files. Case Files?
0: Yeah. What about them?
2: Well... Why don't you tell me about him with some Pat Stats? All right. The official Pat Stats. If you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here
1: with us. Pat Stats. Holla at your boy for some Pat Stats. stats, Stats. I hate, I hate the Pat Stats.
0: Oh, we're back to the long one? Yep. <laughs> All right. I haven't heard it in a while. Well, this is part five of Twin Peaks to the Return, a.k.a. Season 3, Episode 5, a.k.a. Case Files from Twin Peaks, the limited event series. Yes. Immediately, we are taken to Las Vegas, where I immediately get goosebumps with the music that's playing. I mean, damn! You want to set a mood, you do it with this. <laughs> These shots of the Strip, and you've got the song um, "The Flame" by Johnny Jewel. Johnny Jewel is a Chromatics member.
1: Um, Old Joe Jewel.
0: I just want to say, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do a plug for this. I'm sure uh, uh, I'm sure many Twin Peaks fans know that this exists, but there is an album that he put out. I think shortly after. Uh, the return aired called windswept. Mm -hmm. And that is the name of the song at the end of the episode that he also did. Um, But um, it's just a a bunch of music. he did a bunch of music um, for the series and a bunch of stuff that didn't make it in the series. He released as an album and it's a fantastic album that totally puts you in the mood of, you know, twin peaks. Um, So just a quick plug there. Um, If you You don't don't have a copy, puts me in the mood. I kind of do. I just saw it at the beginning of this <laughs> when yeah. the music was playing. So I do know what gets you in the in the mood, and her name is Audrey Horn. Mm. Unfortunately, there is no Audrey Horn in part five.
1: Just waiting. Wait till part six, people. Sure. Oh, yes. <laughs> so,
0: oh, yes. Get some uh, blunted beats all up in you. <laughs> My
2: first note on this episode <laughs> is I'm a That's good it. man <laughs> is Jean on phone with Lorraine comma her music
0: underlined That's right. every time. It's so great. It's good. One, one quick point I want to point out just, just in case, cause I feel like, I feel like it's important at least for the listeners to know where we are <laughs> in the series. Um, Tyler has seen up to part seven at this point of this recording. Um, So it may be possible that we might reference something from six or seven. We'll try our best not to. um, But I just want to say that quick because this scene actually just made me think of something from part six. But I will hold on to that thought.
1: (laughs) I would appreciate that.
0: (laughs) Of course. Yeah. So let's talk about this scene with Gene. Mm -hmm.
1: Gene Renault.
0: Oh, dang. It is spelled differently, but that is another Gene.
1: Hmm. (laughs)
0: Even not really is John Reno, right What we call him Gene. <laughs> it works for us, I that guess. That is
1: a talking backwards double. <laughs> that is a
0: that is a TBD.
1: <laughs> TBD TM. If you're looking for forced doubles,
0: you have yeah, come to the right, right place. place. We're we're full of them. I'm I'm a good man. Playing, like what a great song. I'm here. a good
1: man. The track is called I Am. <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
0: My first notes for this episode were, I'm a, I'm a good man. <laughs> 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 because my head just starts bopping when this song starts playing. Um, so I, I'm thankful for that. Uh, but Dave, what goes on in this scene?
2: So uh, this lady, Lorraine, is on the phone with a fellow named Jean, who is currently staking out Dougie Jones' car. Parmesan? Still, uh, Car still there. Still no Dougie Jones. And she's displeased with this. Uh, And very upset, she sends a text from a blackberry.
0: She sends a message from her blackberry. Yeah. Blackberry. Yeah. I'm pointing it out for a reason. You'll you'll see this name, recur as as the the episode goes on.
1: Just antiquated technology? No, no, no. Just wait. Is that the town fruit of Twin Peaks? (laughs) Yes, the blackberry.
0: Well, we're going to talk about a lot of berries in this episode. Fruits in general. Fruits in general. Dingles? wasn't planning on
1: Dunk Jangles there is a new movie new Christmas movie on Netflix called Jingle Jangle
0: is it about Dunk I don't know (laughs) might have to watch it and find out it's the Dunk
1: Jangle
3: Christmas special
0: (laughs) might have to watch that and find out
2: so Lorraine sends a text from her Blackberry to the contact Argent and the text is just the number two
0: Can we assume Argent? I mean, we know that sounds a lot like Agent, but... It also sounds a lot like Urgent. Yeah, or Or, or it also sounds a lot like Urgent. Urgent. But then the next thing we see is Argent. Argentina. Don't Mm -hmm. cry for me. I won't. Do we know it's Argentina right away? Yes. It is. It does say. It does have the... Immediately.
2: Buenos. Buenos Aires.
0: Yes. Aries. which, Which where have we seen that before in the Twin Peaks universe?
1: Philip Jeffries, okay, Tyler. Philip Jeffries. Oh, Philip <laughs> Jeffries. Yeah. I thought you were confused too. <laughs> no, they I didn't knew. look at you. <laughs> I didn't look at you. Um, Philip Jeffries, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Still there kicking it, I'm sure.
2: Guaranteed. Yeah. Making phone calls. Yep. So yeah, Argent, Argent, Argentina. A lot of things to be directed. A lot of this. things
0: I mean, later in the episode, we see a special Argent, Agent, I'm sorry, Agent. Agent. Send a message that might be connected to this, this as well. So, a who Special knows? Argent
1: David Copperhead, <laughs> the yes. Magician, the Magician. That's the, the Magician. One. That's the one. Okay.
2: What this text seems to do is activate question mark something in Argentina. Yeah, there's, it beeps. There's this sort of device in a bowl. I call it a, bo- a classic box in a bowl. Classic bowl in a bowl box. <laughs> yep. Yes. And it's got got two little LEDs on it and they start to flash. And that is what this text apparently has done. Yeah. Uh, There's not much given after that concerning what's just
1: occurred. What's just occurred? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we don't know. What has just occurred? I mean.
0: Well, so Lorraine, Lorraine is, let's just backtrack for a second. She's pissed because Jean did not kill Dougie. Mm -hmm. So she knows that. That's bad news for her. Yeah. And no news is good news. Right. But what does her sending a message is, I'm just going to spitball here, is whatever message, the Argent message that she sent, is that just indicating that Dougie's not dead? Dial
2: one if he's dead. Right. Dial two if he is not dead. (laughs) Right, yeah.
0: Like, because that's, that's all I can think of is, that, is that the message is the message that she's sending out <laughs> is indicating that he's not dead. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think?
1: I am going to say yes. Okay. Perfect. Perfect.
0: Or no. Even better. Twist. So the box has
2: two lights. <gasps> she's had two visions. There it is. There it is. Had she sent a one, would only one light have lit up?
1: Hmm. This is a classic uh, <laughs> what-if scenario. <laughs> Paul Revere <laughs> scenario. Ah, yeah, classic. yes. Yeah. So I assume one if by dead they're coming, two if by not dead. <laughs> they're coming by sea.
2: We will see.
1: Come oh. by sea. Oh. Here's another TBD. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: We have fun. We do.
2: We joke. We do. We joke around. What? And so does this coroner. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yep.
0: I mean, who doesn't love a classic stand-up at the morgue? I know I do. I
1: mean... I love it. If I ever would have guessed that somebody was going to be a comedian, it would be... Niles wife. <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's let's talk about this. Uh, because I think I think there's actually quite a bit to unpack here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean you're just you're hit with a lot of information about this body for one, which we know to be one major briggs. Yes.
1: What? Well so we we've, we've
0: deduced that. Right, it's we've major deduced briggs. that it's Major Briggs. Um
1: so did we deduce that at this point? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's Mr. Briggs's body, Mr. Briggs. It's Garland Briggs's body. His head was floating around in the the space dimension, saying "Blue Rose." The monster in the box has Ruth Davenport's body, but her own head because she's just a head. And then there's just a head. There's another just sentient head floating around somewhere. We decided this is scientific fact.
0: All right. So I want to talk about the the ring, the wedding ring. Okay. So she she, she she clearly she shows this wedding ring that she's found inside the stomach of Major Briggs. Mm-hmm. So this is not our first ring in the series. No, um, nope. hardly. It's a wedding ring. Yes. Um, not our first wedding ring. We had Dougie, Dougie's wedding ring. Mm-hmm. Remember, Dougie got married in season two. So not just <laughs> this Dougie who's married. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say we're, oh, yeah. we're specifically talking about yeah, Dougie's yeah, wedding yeah, yeah. right But now. no, no, no. I'm talking about Douglas Milford. <laughs> Dougie Milford.
2: Um, also, I am going to pause you just before I forget. Sure. I think we really glazed over Tyler's comments about Douglas Furs. <laughs>
0: oh, in the last and episode?
2: Just, we really swept that under the rug. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it's I, great. I apologize. We really should have. <laughs> That's true. Acknowledged it that. It was a great prediction.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, anyway, go ahead. Um, also not our first sort of wedding talk here, uh, with this ring, I, the wed, mm-hmm. uh, which was said by man from another
1: place. The pastor. <laughs> no,
0: I don't know if the pastor ever he said efficient. that, <laughs> that guy. I don't know if he ever said that. Um, so there's that sort of odd connection that I thought of. Um, Dougie's ring is gold. Mm-hmm. Not our first gold ring. Cooper's ring season two that he lost. The giant it was a gold ring. Mm. Mm-hmm. Also Um, a golden
1: circle.
0: Yeah. Also not our first item in a stomach. I believe the poker chip was found in Laura.
1: Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Also not our first golden object of the return. We've had gold shovels. Little beady boys. And the gold beads. That's three (laughs) gold. It's a gold (laughs) ball. As far as how the ring got in his stomach. um,
1: I mean, he had to eat it. Well, I, I have a
0: couple of thoughts on it.
1: Uh, yeah, it was an enema type was enema it situation was it, it a
0: David Copperhead distraction to get the FBI focused on Vegas and away from him, um, or was it Briggs, or was it Briggs to leave a clue? But how the hell would he have gotten Dougie's wedding ring? Maybe he swapped the Alcave ring for it because how did Dougie get the Alcave ring?
1: I mean, that's just classic Dougie. <laughs>
0: Or classic Briggs, <laughs> it, it, it might be classic we, Briggs. We, we call that pulling a dougie on them.
1: Oh yeah, know,
2: when you swap rings,
1: you know That's, that song. Teach yeah. me how to dougie. Teach
0: me how to dougie. I it's know about it. swapping people's rings. I'm Well right. aware. Yeah. So what do you, so what do you guys think about that? Do you think it was 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 a was a Boop thing, or do you think it was a Briggs thing? Bob Coop? Which B do you go with? Yes.
2: I'm going Boop because I don't see Garland Briggs. Interacting with Dougie. I don't think Dougie Jones was a thing yet in the time that Garland Briggs was alive.
0: That's a good question. Let me bring that up. Let me propose that question to you. When do you think Dougie Jones became a thing? Well, how old is Sonny Jim? (laughs) That's a good question, at least. I'm very bad at predicting kids' ages. I mean... (laughs) You I mean. have two, <laughs> yeah, but they're not the age of and Sunny Jim. No idea how old they are, <laughs> <laughs> and I have no idea how old. They're, but they're not the age of Sunny Jim. So, how old is?
2: Dougie? I was
0: saying seven or eight was my prediction for Sunny. I, I was
2: about to say I would go with eight for yeah. Sunny Jim.
0: Seven and a half, sure. Lucky seven insurance. He oh, was yeah, se- he seven. was seven. He's seven. <laughs> he's seven. he's We're seven. going with that. <laughs> Done.
2: I'm just gonna I'm just gonna softball a number out there. I think Dougie Jones, as we knew him when we first encountered him, had been around for fifteen years.
0: Okay. So that was just the So two thousand one.
2: The 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 carapace and the the personality. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the homunculus that is, Dougie Jones <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> has That's been around determined. for fifteen years.
1: Okay. Right. Tyler, do you agree with that? Did I miss something? <laughs> <laughs> Did I already know Dougie Jones? <laughs> no. We just... This is all speculation. All, okay. all, that you,
0: all that you know so far is that what, what Mike, or Philip Gerard, I'm sorry, Philip Gerard said to Dougie in the Red Room was that you were manufactured for a purpose. Yes. So the question is, when was he manufactured?
1: I don't know. Check the label.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you think it was Briggs or do you think it was Boop? That planted the ring there.
1: It's definitely Boop. Bob Bob Coop. Okay. David Copperhead.
2: Look, Bob puts stuff in people's places. Yeah. It's his favorite thing to do. I think this is just one of those things. And honestly, it could have happened at any time. This could have been done in the future and then the body just floated through space-time and came back because time in the Twin Peaks universe, apparently, not just in the town. Still haven't mm-hmm.
1: cracked the code.
2: Still haven't cracked the code. code. Solved the crap. So in the, in the time that Briggs was you know time-traveling and going back in time and becoming a, a World War I Hellcat fighter pilot <laughs> yeah. and, <Yep>. and, <laughs> yeah. and going wherever else he went, he could have run into this to this boop, just running around somewhere in the future, He's like, hey, you know what's going to really work out for me at some point in the timeline is if I slide of hand, you know, now there's a (laughs) ring in your stomach. Audio only listeners, what I did was magic. Just your (laughs) wildly with my hands and then
0: do magic. I just picture Briggs showing up at – Dougie's bedside and like swapping the ring, putting the Alcave okay ring on, and him just being like, He'll never notice. And Dougie waking up and be like, This is way cooler than my wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> I like this ring
2: now. I like that you have enough faith in Garland Briggs <laughs> that <laughs> he could sneak into a man's bedroom. Yep. <laughs> I mean his head just well, floats Bobby
1: around had in to be space like audibly so. narrating that whole situation. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just gonna take this ring. On my
0: vast veranda. but <laughs> he'll never know that I was here. <laughs> we may think we know about the things that
2: are ours, <laughs> but we may find that in the sobering light of day, oh, things are not as they once appeared. Yeah. This needs to be in the Garland Briggs spinoff series. Yeah. What's any, that Watch this scene.
1: Is it filmed in front of a live studio audience? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Of course. It is. <laughs>
0: anyway, we're not else? past the morgue yet. That's true. We're still we're still in the morgue. I just yeah. I had a lot to think about when it came to that ring. <laughs> it just brought up a lot of thoughts. Yeah, I don't know.
2: I don't know if we strictly stated, but the coroner mentions that uh, the owner of the body has not eaten anything in months, uh, at least not any food. And then produces Dougie Jones's ring, which is inscribed to Dougie with love, Janie E. Which is when we get. <laughs> Naomi Watts' actual character name for the first time without credits.
1: Right, Janie E. Janie E. Mm-hmm.
0: Think we'll ever J- know what e- that what that E, what that e, e stands things.
1: for? Evelyn.
0: Marsh. Oh no! Oh no!
1: Let's go to jail. Sure, love it. Take me there, sketch. We're going to we're going to lock up. <laughs> yeah. So Mr.
2: C is chilling on his bed or caught really.
1: Yeah, that was generous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So he's he's
0: laying there on an apparatus. And I feel like he doesn't sleep.
1: No. It's he like it's like that sits. scene no,
0: it's like that scene from the season 2 finale where he's like I wasn't sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> the dude, he just doesn't sleep. <laughs> guys awake 24/7.
1: Yeah. I don't think he needs to sleep. He's a robot. Yes watch
2: 30 rock. Yes. You know Kenneth? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You mean you don't ever go to your room and sit on your bed and wait patiently for the next day to start? I mean sleep?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly it.
2: Yes. (laughs) He's just laying there and he just opens his eyes and said, And now food is coming. And here it comes. I love that. I've tried this so many times. It doesn't
1: work for me. No. You You need a dark spirit within you. If I could... I'm telling
0: you, he's a A Majorshan. (laughs)
1: Majorshan.
2: If I could have one special power, it would be to have a demon that lets me just say food is coming and then there it comes.
0: This is where he looks in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And we get a glimpse that Bob is still with him. Well, we
2: get get some shots of the season two finale as well. Yes. That's true. uh, him
0: laughing it up with Bob in the red room as the doppelganger. In case you forgot. Yeah. So was he worried... That he may have lost Bob in the car accident? Or is he just sort of confirming to us that Bob's still there in case we had any doubts?
2: I don't know why we need to confirm it. Because as far as I knew, this was just Bob's body. Because this isn't Cooper. This right. is just the doppelganger Cooper. Right. That. So uh, I'm, I'm trying to get a grasp on, I guess, the doppelganger and Bob's relationship. It's yeah. like, like, hey, man, can I ride you? It's like, yeah, you can
0: wear me. That's weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, to just be. Well, it's even weirder because this is the doppelganger and not the real Cooper. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of questions And about and,
2: how this works. Yeah. So and for him to like check the mirrors to say you're still with me,
0: that's good to see Bob there. So I think maybe I th- here's here's what I think really not necessarily the car accident. I think maybe he thought when he was trying to get pulled back into the red room, it's possible that maybe Bob would have gone back in at that time or something. Maybe Bob got pulled out, of yeah, him and, left and he him just there, yeah. was confirming to himself that you're still here. Okay, I I That's guess that good. makes sense.
2: I I guess I just I was in the mindset that he and Bob were one and the same at that point, like they had merged or something. Sure. Merge. Mergic.
1: Oh. Oh god. That's wow. what is happening. I don't know. The show is nuts. <laughs> it really is.
2: But yeah, this this does solidify that it's it's very much still Bob and the doppelganger in tandem working together here. What what does Mike Nelson do?
0: <laughs> he works at a used car dealership.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I. Washed up high school athlete. Definitely. I felt like
2: he was part of a like. Recruitment center or. You know, one of those temp agencies. Cause he really goes in on this guy's resume. He's like, you need to clean this up. Cause nobody's going to hire you.
0: He probably works in finance. At the used car dealership. <laughs> Asking people if they need a ride, or he's a used car salesman. But I don't see my... You need a ride? Just
1: call Jade.
0: Story. I also misspoke on our Patreon live stream. I said <laughs> he was two. running Windows XP. It's Windows Seven. So I'm sorry, Everybody, ooh, all gross. the Windows fans out there. I'm so sorry.
1: You won't find a fan of Windows Seven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but nice to see an old face. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I like I love I love him in this scene because Steven's a piece of shit. Steven is. And <laughs> okay, so this. Yeah. This trash heap gets called in.
2: And I say this because he is definitely styled to be a trash heap. Sure. I and, know, the, and it's, I know and this character
0: from something, but I can't nail it. Well, it also goes against just what we've already heard, what little we've heard, I'm sorry, about mm-hmm. this character, then a part two when they're talking about him at the Roadhouse with Shelly. And they're just like, Steven's such a great guy. I'm like, this guy? What? What? <laughs> This is Steven? Can't, this guy? This is the guy? This is the guy you're going to stand up for? No, he sucks. Oh, uh,
2: Banshee. X-Men First Class. Hmm.
0: Yes. I do if I saw that one.
2: It's the best p- X-Men movie. Internet, fight me. Wow.
0: All right. Internet, challenge.
2: So, uh, no, Mike Nelson calls in for Steven and basically says that his resume is awful. It's the worst he's ever seen the forms aren't filled out completely. Yeah. And uh, basically he needs to get it together or nobody's ever going to hire him. It, it's a weird scene for me because again, I, I don't understand what Mike Nelson's role is. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a recruiter. I thought it was a temp agency guy.
0: Yeah. But he's clearly at some used car <laughs> dealership. <laughs> I don't even mean a used car. It's a car dealership. I just think it's a used car dealership. Anyway, he sends him on his way
2: and uh, <laughs> under his breath, after Steven leaves the room, Mike calls him an asshole. <laughs> it's like, it he didn't really do anything.
0: Well, it makes so you wonder like what that. he knows, because assuming he still knows, well, if he still knows, that doesn't make sense. He knows Shelly. Mm-hmm. But assuming that he might know that Shelly's- that, that he's kept daughter, up with her Yeah, that he's kept up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he already knows of him. I mean, we don't know. We don't know what Mike knows, so we, again, much like with anything in this show. We may never know what Mike knows. We may never know. We can only speculate. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah.
2: But this is uh, to establish to us that this Steven character is on a bad path. Yeah. All right. Sheriff Station. Yeah. Frank Truman? Yes. Okay. On the phone with Harry Truman. Yes. I, I flip these in my head every time. It's fine. Well, we I assume it's Harry Truman because he's asking him how he's doing and you know, how 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 treatments are going. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, I noted Lucy warns him that his wife is coming in, which is pretty funny. Like not but like n- not just gives him a heads Lucy up, not lets fashion. him know, but like yeah. warning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doris is coming in. She is on her way to the deputy sheriff's office where he's hiding out.
0: She's, she's got stuff to say, man. She does. And I all, I it took me a few watches. I think I originally just sort of wrote this off a little bit. Like, man, she's just crazy. And just sort of made you sympathize more for Frank. Mm-hmm. But there's actually, actually a lot of stuff that she says here that actually relates to a lot of other things. I don't know if you guys mm. picked up on anything.
1: No. Lay it on me. <clears throat> so...
0: She says she doesn't want her dad to get killed in that damn death trap car. Mm-hmm. That reminded me of Dougie's <laughs> death trap car, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is in this episode. Yes. Um, and then obviously more car connections with the car dealership, even with Stephen and Mike, even though they're not specifically cars, but it's just another car, just, just cars. Gets cars in your mind is all. Mm-hmm. That is. Mm-hmm. Um, she talks about the leaky pipe um, with water going everywhere and, um. Frank asked if she had a bucket under it, which may, reminded me of the bucket lady at the casino. Um, we had to go get Dougie a bigger bucket for all of his coins.
1: Log ladies. Um, great niece. So are there yeah. connections
0: to be made? I don't know. They're just things that reminded me of other things that, and especially the car stuff that happens in this episode, because they're all kind of back to back to back. Um,
2: yeah, you know these are things I did not read into, but that does make sense, especially the the bigger bucket thing.
0: Yeah, it's just like yeah, it's like what? That's it, pretty good. Yeah. Again, not on a first watch, easy to write off. Crazy ladies talking crazy nonsense. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, but, well, well, you're but that's so what made me. But that's also what you're made so assaulted. me assaulted. But the
0: more I've seen this episode too, the more I've paid attention to just things like this. They'll just start sticking out to you. But yeah. yeah. So just stuff. It's it's just stuff to think about is all kind of like what you said. And I can't think of the example off you, you said something in the, I think it was in part four where you were making connections to stuff. And it's just like, yeah, this is, this is what this is. It's just yeah. putting the pieces together. So
2: I think as well, I was trying to match bodies to heads. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was. I loved that conversation. That was great. Yeah. I, I just wrote this off as her unloading a lot of misplaced aggression.
0: And I think it's that too.
2: We're going to the Jones house. Ooh. The Joneses.
1: See what's up with the Joneses.
2: Yeah. We're gonna keep up with the Joneses here. Let's do it. Yeah. Somebody had to say it. That's right. Dougie won or Cooper, Cooper Doug, won four hundred and twenty five thousand
0: dollars. And he was just short of four hundred and thirty. I was so mad about that. You hate to hear because it. Because of four three zero being a giant clue. Mm-hmm. It's like we were so close.
2: Almost had it. Almost had it together. So, anyway, Janie E says that she is going to pay off whoever they're in debt to 50000 out of the four twenty-five. So she set up an appointment. She's going to take care of it. Walks him out the door because, again, <laughs> he doesn't know where to go at any point in time. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, Cooper looks over at Sonny Jim sitting in the car and just starts to cry.
0: Yeah, he has a moment there. Somebody go. I think I th- well again, kind of, kind of like what I said in the last episode. It's like he has this. It's like the family he never had. Mm-hmm. I think he, might, you know, it could be just that, just triggering. Like, man, like, cause it technically is his son. <laughs> it's a part mm-hmm. of him. <laughs> if if Dougie Jones is a part of all of this mm-hmm. in relation to him, I mean, yeah.
1: But I think how, he's How I thought he was just a clone. No. Manufactured.
0: Manufactured, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he knows that either way, in the bigger picture, he has something to do with this.
1: Right. See, I thought he looked at him.
0: And, and was just... sad he didn't have a father anymore?
1: <laughs> oh, no, just like grossly disappointed in this job. Uh, <laughs> I
3: don't
0: think it's that. <laughs> that's but my that's, kid? That's my legacy. But that was, that was sort of my take, is maybe he just had a moment just of... Emotion, and then, mm. and to show Janie that he really cares. Yeah.
2: All right, so we're gonna go back to the street where Dougie has left his car. I just called this the One One Nine Road. Nice. And a one one nine. A sick red ride drives by. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It scopes the car. Moves along.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then a sick black ride comes oh, along. Yeah. Blast in music. Mm. Checks the car as well. I did note that they were red and black.
0: Yes, good note. That's a great note. So, Like the Red Room. Correct. <laughs> I was about to say Red Room. Okay. <laughs> yep. So the next car would have been white. Mm. What color is Dougie's car? Beige. I, I think. Champagne. Is it beige? Champagne. I was going to say white, but is it beige?
1: I definitely think it's okay. the most boring, bland car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: It's a khaki-colored vehicle. It's, it's an, like a, it's a
1: Dougie car. Yeah. It's like a Toyota Camry beige champagne.
2: They, yeah, they scope the ride they drive on. Uh, going to the Lucky 7 Insurance Company, where Janie E. has taken Dougie to work. And she's just forcing him out of the car. And this is where she says, like, okay, you're having one of your episodes. Yeah. One of his episodes? One of many. Is there not a a specialist that he goes to when this happens? Or does everybody just kind of push him through his day?
1: I think think the latter. Yeah.
0: Also, speaking of Lucky 7 Insurance, not our first mention of insurance this season you can think back to part one, there was a man that came into the sheriff's station talking about insurance to Lucy, looking for Sheriff Truman. Mm,
1: that's true. Hmm. Tell me more. He was selling insurance. Interesting.
0: Dougie works at Lucky 7 Insurance. Get
1: out! <laughs> oh my God! <gosh>. Leave! <laughs> okay, see ya. Yeah, she oh him off. my God! That's
2: perfect. Pushes him out of the car, sends him on his way, and drives off. And this just kind of leaves him dazed and confused. Doesn't know where he is. Turning in the plaza. Uh, eventually finds direction for himself, just decides yeah. that the way to go is to follow the revolver that this statue is holding.
0: Yeah. It's pointing the right <laughs> direction. <laughs> <And> it <laughs> is. <needs to> go.
2: <laughs> it just happens to be. Uh, another cool little reference here the, there's a little fella that runs up with a stack of coffee in his hand.
0: Phil. Yeah. Phil.
2: We don't know his name's Phil yet, but it is Phil. Comes up and uh, says that Dougie looks like he's in Dreamland. Yes, another Dream reference. Man. Another Dreamland
1: reference. Yeah, I feel like like the last time I heard Dreamland was from the mouth of some person I don't care about. (laughs)
0: Let's hear about
1: it.
2: Is she sleeping?
1: I feel like it was... Dreamland. Beta Donna.
2: (laughs) It was not Beta Donna. Was it not?
1: No, it was a uh, it was a uh, Laura. Nope, nope. Dave, was Dave had it Blackie? It was Blackie
0: from the Black Lodge. No, from
2: One Eye Jacks. No, from One Eye Jacks. In reference to Audrey Black
0: being, Rose being drugged, not Blue Rose, Black Rose Blackie. You were there. I Candy's dandy. Huh? I really
1: <laughs> huh? Candy's dandy. No. I'm going to get back to you on this. Okay. He's going to go do a rewatch, <laughs> a re-watch of
0: season one and two.
2: Or he could go into our extensive backlog of Talking Backwards episodes and catch up for yourself. Anyway, yeah, he says he's in dreamland, uh, passes him by, and uh, <laughs> still being Cooper, follows the coffee.
1: Yeah. That's how you do it.
2: Like a zombie, though. <laughs> like zombie walking arms out. It's a good call, yeah. Dougie. It's a good call. Going for it. Uh on the elevator, he ends up taking one of the coffees off the stack from Phil. <laughs> he's like, oh, here, you can have Franks. And this, this pays off so well. It does. So, first of all, it's another Frank. Yep. It's another yeah. double. But yeah. secondly, he's like, oh, yeah, hit it. That wasn't forced. That's just there.
1: That's right. Yeah.
2: So he says he can have Franks. And he says, it's fine. I have an extra green tea latte. He can have that. Yeah. Gross. No, I love it. I love this so much. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes it, he starts uh, drinking the coffee. It's says,
1: <laughs> Damn good Joe, huh, Dougie? Damn uh, good, it's good Joe. All, good it's Joe.
2: all coming back around. Yeah, damn, good. damn fine. Love it. So Dougie, who's more focused on coffee than walking, is uh, making his way into the room when some chump grabs him from behind.
0: Yeah, a chump. That's a great way to describe this guy.
2: Axel Pally and it's shaking him and grabbing him. It's like, hey, hey, he's back. Hey, how you doing? It's
0: like, <laughs> what does he say? Like another weekend at Bendersville? Yeah. well, needs, We need to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So something we didn't talk about. A in lot the of la- shaking going on yeah. in Benders. That's what I was <laughs> going to bring up. Something we didn't bring up in the last episode, um, but when the FBI goes to prison uh, to see David Copperhead, mm-hmm. um, we see his mugshot and prints, and his address is 6147 Bend Drive. Bend, Oregon. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Hmm. Also a whole lot of shaking going on in Bend. Mm-hmm. Bend. Also, sometimes my arms bend back. Mm. Also, my brain is bending, thinking about all this shit.
1: <laughs> Never heard that <laughs> phrase
0: before. It's in episode 43.
1: I'm a little skeptical. <laughs> Look it up.
0: No, so I just, what it all means, I have no idea. But again, connections to be made. Yeah,
1: benders and
2: bending. And bends. My dog's name is Bender. David Lynch is from Bend, Oregon.
0: And you're in the Twin Peaks universe. Yep.
1: There's not an episode 43. <laughs> Did you look at the past stats? <laughs> so, yeah, anyway,
2: he says that he he covered for him and he owes him. Basically, this, this chump does. Yeah. So, in the conference room, uh, Dougie Cooper is still slugging down Frank's coffee, whose name is written on it. Yep. And Frank is shocked and appalled. Can't, can't believe, believe
0: it! What the hell, Phil?
2: Frank's an asshole. But Phil gives him a green tea latte. And he's like, "Like, do you want that?" He's like, ah, eh, well, yeah, give it to me. I'll try it. Takes a sip and looks around with the biggest smile on his face, like he just found his new favorite thing in yeah, the world. I <laughs> he's love like, that. <laughs> like, Ooh. Yeah, that's so great. He's like, don't tell anybody.
0: Yeah, he like he's looks like, around, like, "Anybody seeing me drinking this?" I really like it. <laughs>
2: Like Jacoby with a secret, just yeah. sipping this green tea. Yeah, so good. Also, green tea.
0: Yeah, green. I was gonna bring that, have a note about that because there's a green light that we see when Dougie is mm-hmm. you know signaled to make a comment, and Dougie's jacket is green. Mm-hmm. Green ring, green tea,
1: green jacket,
0: jade,
1: jade, jade ring gives two rides, mm-hmm. two rides. Right.
2: What? <laughs> Unbelievable. Just stacks on stacks.
1: Jake, give two rights.
2: Thank you, Coop. Uh We're sitting down at the table now. Finally, Phil is this guy's saving grace. He, Phil Bigsby. Yeah, he leads him in, into the elevator. He gets him into the room. He gets him to sit down. Later, he gets him off the elevator. He's just a real guiding light, this Phil.
0: He is a guiding light. That's a great way to describe him. He's Dougie's guiding light.
2: So they're sitting at the table and uh, they're kind of going going over the updates on cases. Uh, Chump Man's Littlefield case, he says, is not arson. They need to honor the payout for the insurance claim. And there's a little glint of light on his face that Cooper sees. Green light. Is it a green light?
0: It looked green to me. I think jade. it's just a
1: light. I think it's green. a jade light. It's a jade light.
3: <laughs> jade light. Neon light.
2: Anyway, there's light on his face, and uh, Cooper looks up from his coffee and just says, he's lying. He's lying. I love that. This this makes the room tense. It does. Like, you calling me a liar, Dougie?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. That was pretty good. The case is legit. (laughs) He is a liar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He sucks. He is a steaming pile, regular old Chad Broxford.
2: I mean this leads uh, Cooper to be called into the the top brass's office in here. Oh, yeah. I meant to take a note of the
0: poster on the wall, but oh, <laughs> we need to talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So he gets taken into his boss's office, mm-hmm. um, Bushnell Mullins, mm-hmm. um, our second Mullins of the Twin Peaks universe, behind Tyler Mullins. Sorry, Tyler, you're in the Twin Peaks universe. I am. That related
1: is to this man. <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
0: Um you've got the battling bud poster somewhere around here. I do. Yeah. I do. He was a he was a he was a boxer, a fighter back in he his was. day. Um talk about talk about him? <laughs> you want to talk about it? It's too painful. Too painful. Okay. <laughs> He's still alive, so. All right, whatever. Um so yeah, yeah me he hears the boxer; he just sheds a tear. That's the story. Quick shout out: Hot Topic has the poster on a shirt. If you want, if you want one, <laughs> great. So, uh, quick shout out: Use this code and we'll get ten percent. <laughs> there's
2: no code. There's no code. Walk into the store and say "talking backwards,"
0: and they'll.
1: Oh yeah, take it. It's free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, anyway, so yeah, there's a poster on the wall. Yeah, that's great. all I got.
1: It's amazing.
2: But uh, yeah, he basically calls him out for calling one of his best agents a liar, saying that he closes more cases in a day than Dougie does in a month. Agent. Agent. So he gives him some homework. I uh, Wants him to go over these case files. Case files. Case files. I do have in my notes, just in quotes, agent, case files. Argent? Urgent.
0: And next is potty emergency. <laughs> Another one. So uh, interesting thing about so this girl we didn't talk about it before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she sits down to this guy when they're in that meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Darren, I believe. Darren. Mm-hmm. And what does she say? Like, oh, you're married or whatever. She, but well, she's like
2: mean about it. Like, he's he's trying to. He's hitting on her. He's, he's hitting on her. yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why I couldn't find those words.
0: Yeah, he's hitting on.
2: Her. He's hitting on her, and uh, she says something to him like, "Why don't you go ask your wife about it?" Yeah, something like that. Yeah.
0: So then why is she so into like, she's like, she's <laughs> to Dougie. She's like, maybe you get a kiss <laughs> or whatever. I'm like, what?
2: She what was, is this she's like, relationship? You, she's like, you know, I was thinking maybe I'd let you kiss me. Yeah. And, and he, meanwhile, he's hunkering. Yeah. And, you know, and shaking. I have pee. to
1: go to the bathroom.
0: Regular old Bobby Briggs over here.
2: She sneaks him into the <laughs> ladies room. Yeah. But uh, obviously they don't kiss because the man's about to wet himself. So she just sends him in there, listens to him pee and loves mm. it. Yeah. So,
1: maybe... Sound like a <laughs> cow peeing on a flat rock.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> I think it's a pee thing. I, th- I think she's into pee stuff.
1: All right. Golden shower lady. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's her... I don't even know her character name. It's- <laughs> <laughs> golden, lady. in the correct GSL, yeah. GSL, GSLady. G- <laughs> <laughs> is what it says in the credits. TB player. <laughs> <GS> lady. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
2: go to the casino. Sure, oh, that's... Silver Mustang Casino, Mm-hmm. where not Paul Giamatti has
3: <laughs> right
2: has his days numbered.
0: Yeah, he knows it's coming. Mm-hmm. He's staring at the wall of monitors. So, in come
2: the, these two local toughs. I don't, I don't know if they're local. Maybe they're nationwide. The Mitchum Brothers. The
0: Mitchum Brothers. Robert Nepper
2: And Jim Belushi.
0: Boom. But they're not alone.
1: Over on the wall, we've got... A fly.
0: Candy. Sandy. And, and Mandy.
2: Mandy? Oh, I have them down as the Babe Patrol.
3: Babe Patrol.
2: They question how much they lost, and...
0: Well, before that, our second candy, Twin Peaks. And we didn't point it out in the last episode. the The lady with Bill Shaker, her name was Candy, although spelled C A N D Y, and this one is spelled C A N D I E. How do um, you know that? Credit. That's how you know she's ah. It's a double. Did you say a fly?
1: Yes, like ten minutes wall. ago.
0: I know. I'm just realizing it. It comes up later.
1: Great.
2: So, the Bay Patrol watches on as these guys question the manager how much has been lost. And it uh, was $425,000. Yeah. Which I feel like... Deserves a gut punch or two.
1: Yeah, but it's not like a loss. Like, I mean, it's a loss. It's not like... That's almost half a million dollars. It's not going to bankrupt a casino.
2: I don't think they count on losing that ever. Right.
1: Right. Especially but they can non- afford night. to. <laughs> I don't know. I well, don't sure, so. they,
2: the casino will probably be fine, but nobody ever wants that to be a thing. Listen. It is not designed for that to happen.
1: That nobody way. ever wants to lose money. Punch I in the gut. I remember in 2008. you getting punched
0: in the gut. Yeah, we all remember 2008. Um, <laughs> we had a mild recession. It was mild. Anyway, I love the mention Brothers. I'm just going to say that. Robert Nepper, and Jim Belushi. Well, they beat him down
2: and uh, have him dragged over to Jim Belushi, who tells him to leave oh. town. Then the squirrely boy gets a promotion.
0: Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in that spot. Yeah. It's like You have his job now. It's like, I don't want it. <laughs> like, no. you will better not let <laughs> this man come in here. If you do, you need to let us know.
2: If you need me, I'll be at the Mike Nelson Temp Agency. Ooh, that's a shirt. That is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's go back to the 119 road. 119! Drug mom's out cold. This is not the same scene from part three.
1: Are you sure? Yes. How do you know? She's on a different side of the table. Maybe that's just continuity error. I don't think so. There's one thing I know about David Lynch. He's sloppy. (laughs)
0: It's uh, not the same. I just want to point out, it's not the same thing.
2: So, since she's passed out and not minding her child, little man decides he's going to run across the street. Little brother man? Little Yeah, little brother man. He uh, runs over to investigate the car, uh, Dougie's car, and uh, starts kind of feeling around for the device he saw get put under there. And then uh, the black car comes back up. Yeah. Quick, fast, and then in a hurry. Oh, yeah. Tell him, tell him, get out of here, you little scamp. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. those words exactly and
0: <laughs> I thought I heard him say that.
2: they they proceed to try and steal the car and
0: uh as expected bad news yeah explodes explodes so this is also where i caught myself because in one of our earlier episodes when the device gets put on the car i immediately said uh it was a bomb mm-hmm. and i think you guys were like it could be a tracker yeah and i was like <laughs> oh, did I spoil Damn. it? Because I wasn't thinking really about it, you know? So oh, I'm trying uh, to be I careful. It, I, guess, about oh, I guess it could be. A oh, yeah, you guys are right. It's a tracker. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. <laughs> so, well. Sorry. What do you know? <laughs> Sorry be, if I ruined it. To all be I'm fair, saying.
2: it does not look like a bomb at all. It looks yeah. very much like a tracker. Yeah.
0: But now you know why my mind went there. I yeah, because you knew, because <laughs> I knew, foreknowledge. Right. Yes, hmm. forehead knowledge. I'll try to do better.
2: Yeah, explodes, and uh, they die. Yeah, little man runs off. Little brother. The, the other two guys with the black car run off because they didn't explode. No, they weren't in it.
1: No, they're out of there.
2: So, yeah. so they Best book and it in fury. They book it. Little man books it. And then uh, we switch gears a little bit and go
0: to the car wash. Oh, yeah. Da, 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 da. With Jade? With Jade. Is she working at the car wash? Nope. She's getting, She's getting her, her car, car washed.
2: washed. And in her car, they found a room key. See.
0: What kind of room key?
2: You got a John in Washington?
0: Who's John? Found this in your John car. Justice Wheeler, probably
2: John Justice Wheeler Heimer Schmidt. John being a common name for people looking to buy houses since she's a realtor.
0: She's like, oh, Dougie,
2: and it, it says drop in any mailbox and it'll find its way back, and there just happens to be a USPS Dropbox right over the way. Mine is at home. <laughs>
1: Do you want to use mine? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Green keychain. Green chain?
2: Green chain. No, I'm not going to throw it. These are these are roads.
0: <laughs> well, I hope it makes it back.
2: So it's on its way, at least. You guys hungry? Always. Let's go to the double R. I love the double R. I love the double R. I love, R. And I love being here. We <laughs> know for sure it's the double R because <laughs> Norma's here. And Shelly's here. And Shelly's mm-hmm. here.
0: And I love Shelly. Feels like old times. It feels like old it times. It does feel like old times. I think Heidi was in the background. Maybe. Oh my
2: god! <laughs> it's just—it's always great to see the double R. Yeah, but especially so, seeing that it's—it's it's kept up, that it's got the exact same staff.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and nothing's changed. There's been no turnaround. So, a few months ago, we we got through Firewalk with Me and the Missing Pieces, and. I had this ridiculous moment where I texted Dave because this sort of blew my mind because I didn't put it together at all um, with this part because it's not like this character is really in the forefront of the scene at all, mm-hmm. but it's it's the cook. Yeah, and I William found H. Macy. Well, yes, William H Macy. Yes, as, <laughs> William H, H. Macy. Yes. <laughs> Whoa, I like that a lot. Nailed it. Um, but and in, in, and I'm not sure about. Th- I don't think in the missing pieces. I feel like the credits just list names and not necessarily characters, like just the actors' names, mm. just in order. I, th- I could be wrong, but I think that's what it does. But anyway, not important here. It's just important that this character or this actor is credited as Toad, which is our second Toad mm-hmm. <laughs> of the series. Because I think uh, it's kind of weird. Well, Norman, I know, I know, because the other Toad was pretty recognizable. We know he wasn't a cook. He just sometimes liked to eat in the kitchen when someone would throw him back there. <laughs> like, yeah. When Hank was <laughs> shining up the place, <laughs> real nice. Yeah. Toad, go eat in the back. This is not that Toad. Nope, um, different Toad.
1: But uh, or I, did I could he lose a lot of weight and age a lot.
0: But this blew. I think maybe. But this blew my mind. I takes a day because I was just like this another Toad. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is wild. You sent me a screenshot of the guy. Yeah. I was like, he's from... in the return. I was like, I didn't even put this together that David Lynch went out of his way to get the same actor. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, uh, this episode is dedicated in his memory at the end in the credits. Mm-hmm. Marv Rosand. Yes. Um, he passed away shortly after this was filmed, like within weeks, um, which is insane. Um, so rest in peace. Toad 2. So who do we meet here? Uh, we have Amanda Seffried. Not the mm-hmm. first time she's been mentioned on our podcast. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> she was mentioned in part one.
2: <laughs> when Dario walked
0: on screen. When not uh, Amanda yeah. Seffried, <laughs> you showed up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I knew you knew, but yeah. I knew Tyler didn't know. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, that's good. I, I knew that was a good, that was a good line. So, so we had not Amanda
2: Sefery. Now we have yes, Amanda Sefery. Yes. And uh, I love she, it. she comes in with a, a basket of goodies. So this is Becky. And after she drops off the bread with Toad, she goes over and meets Shelly at the counter. They chat for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, indistinct in the background as normal watches. Uh, Shelley ends up giving her some cash after a, a short chat. Mm. Norma's got that like not again look. Mm-hmm. Not again. And Shelly's kind of got that not again look too. Yeah, that's true. They they send her off uh, ostensibly. This is Shelly's daughter.
0: Yes. Becky, I believe, is credited as Becky Burnett in the credits, yes. which mm. is that the last name, name of Stephen Burnett and Carol
2: and Carol <laughs> and Carol. <laughs> let's not get too far ahead of ourselves yeah. Norma comes yeah. over to Shelly and they just yeah. kind of uh kind of wax about the situation mm-hmm. it's like so
0: it's like for us it's like sad situation but man it's so great seeing norma and Shelly like together yeah. again on screen yeah. like how cool is this yeah it is wonderful <laughs> it's I almost, so cool I almost took a picture of the two of them together I love I it. watching it
2: yesterday and sent it to you guys yeah. just like goddesses
0: yeah. for real S-
1: save it as my set it at, as my phone background
0: Aged gracefully it's amazing
2: very much so i love it so great to see him together again uh obviously shelly's daughter's in a bad way this is the seventh time in 10 days <laughs> is that what she said <laughs> i think so
1: are you sure it's not the 10th time in seven days oh that's a lot i think
2: it's the seventh time in 10 days hmm. unless i'm misremembering something and getting something crossed, but it's getting more frequent yes that she's giving her money and uh, they just don't know what
1: to do about it. And she needs to get a job.
2: For sure. And Steven needs to get a job, Steven too. Steven needs to get a job. We'll, sure. we'll see. So, <laughs> gets, <laughs> gets in a car with Steven. And uh, they pull away and uh, do some drugs.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: I want to oh, yeah. point this out. something I noticed. It's just a small thing, but this it's
1: too weird to be. I hate this. <laughs>
0: Something I noticed up here, are these people that are walking. <laughs> just just watch them right just here. Just turn it, turn okay. it towards Dave. Yeah. So this and is the second, the second he starts the car. This is Becky and Steven sitting in the car. Second he starts it, they stop
2: and start walking backwards. Not talking
0: backwards. Like the name of this podcast. They start walking backwards.
2: I... Let's watch it again. Hate that. Roll that back.
0: So unnatural. Oh.
2: So these are just background characters in the shot. In the upper left corner. But it's
0: literally the second he starts the car. Yeah.
2: And it's like the footage stutters and they
0: That's gotta be
2: green screen, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. I don't Has think to it be. was actually that it's,
0: it's not like they were like Soon as the car starts, walk backwards. Well, why why couldn't it be like that? I know, why couldn't enough? it be like that? Do you
1: yeah. think they didn't shoot enough B-roll? They're like, all right, let's just why would it extend be in, it by playing. Why it would
0: it be important to put that in there?
1: I mean, I know you know, probably. I don't. But <laughs> I don't have the answers. <laughs> right. Other than just backwards being a theme in the show. Mm-hmm. But that's so subtle. Yeah, and like, what does what it mean? The hell? What does yeah, it it's mean? It's weird,
0: right? It's weird.
2: I don't like that. No. I mean, I love it, I but I don't it. like it.
0: Well, I now, well, now it's just one of those things you're going to see every time you watch that scene. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. He's not sorry. Okay, definitely not. Well, now I know about that. Yep. That, so they do drugs. Yep. What, remind me again why she's pissed. <laughs> Uh, because, uh, first, because Stephen hasn't gotten a job. Because he hasn't gotten the job, and just because he's got more drugs. Because they're mooching like, off Oh, Shelly. you know
1: how... Uh, but he, he keeps doing all the drugs. Yeah,
0: he did all of the drugs that he was...
2: Yeah. All, like, well, every he shares, of the drugs. Like, what they do is the last of the drugs. Is
0: yeah. this the um, the the Chinese designer drugs? Been Very possibly. Coming across... The known routes. The roots? known trails from Bobby Briggs. Not the unknown trails. Um very little, well could be when little Denny deed. That's right. I I do love the shot after Becky takes the drugs. Um oh when yeah. When she looks up, it reminds me a lot of the Laura Redroom like almost just in the way it's framed with like mm-hmm. you know above above her head. So that's that's what I kind of immediately thought of. But I also the first time I watched this, I had the worst fear that gonna
1: there crash. was going to be a car crash.
0: I was I was just like, crash. "Oh no." I was like, this is the next Laura Palmer or something. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just, there's going to be a new death, like something a crazy. Tragedy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and there would be all these, like, mysteries around that. But then it just cuts. Yeah. It cuts away.
2: No, she's just uh, having a euphoric episode. And yeah. it's it's a very unsettling shot. And like, smiling. Yeah, smiling and, and the, the wind's blowing. The music. And the car's driving and the music. Yeah. I was just positive this was going to end in a crash.
0: For sure. It definitely made you feel that way. Yeah.
2: Mercifully, it doesn't. But I was I was just so nervous.
0: Well, it was much like even the uh, the 119 kid earlier, thinking, man, he was going to get blown up oh, yeah. with that He car. was going to get exploded. I was like, oh, yeah. no. But then it didn't happen. Yeah.
2: Yep, the kid did not die. Lucky 7 insurance.
0: Hmm. We're back.
2: We're back. Uh, it's the end of the work day. And uh, <laughs> the elevator opens, and uh, Coop is right there at the very front with his back to the opening <laughs> and does not move. Once again we got to have Phil help him out. And uh he j- just kind of gets caught at the statue again. Yeah. Stares at it, examines it, touches it. Oh yeah. Just enthralled. Fun times. Any fucking weird shit in the background I should know <laughs> about here? I'll pay attention more next time. All right. then <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go to the sheriff's well,
0: station. No, never mind. <laughs> well, no, no. You see, the, no, you go see ahead. the you see the security so, guard well, in the back earlier just, When uh, Janie drops him off in the background behind, like where the statue is and everything, there's, I think, three red balloons hanging. Yes, and there's, I don't know if there's three, but there's definitely a at least one red balloon laying in the floor of the one one nine house. Don't know what Uh, it means, but maybe it's it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Probably, probably it. Not sure. But anyway, there's that. If there was a.
2: A Pennywise in the background of one of these shots, I would actively poop myself.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'd quit life. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be done. Be done.
2: All right, let's go to the sheriff station, please. Uh, it's it's a pretty uninvolved scene. Yes. Hot and Andy. Just got Andy and Hot going through some evidence yeah. for a while. Yeah. Till uh, <laughs> Andy reaches a conclusion. Which is
0: the impression? Let's it, hear it.
2: It's a damn fine line.
1: Oh. Have you found any Indians? Anywhere? Uh, I haven't found any Indians. Damn fine. Did you see any Indians? No, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to sound that great. Was really good. <laughs> I'm kind of worried that you're not getting paid for these anti impressions yeah they're very
0: good.
2: well, don't worry, I'm not getting paid for these anti impressions, <laughs> but that's that. yep. let's do it. let's do it. <laughs> Jacoby's trailer, yeah, Dr. amp. it's seven o'clock.
0: It's time. Do you know where your freedom is? That's my damn fine line. <laughs>
1: Seven o'clock, you know where your freedom is, team.
0: Fine. I just couldn't believe that this is what this was building up to. For one, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just no idea, Tyler. Your reactions were so good because you initially thought in your first watch of this episode that the gold shovel was just the gold shovel coming up and him hitting it, yeah, (laughs) like in this, and not seeing the actual great reveal later of the shovel your way out of the shit and all of that. Um, Because you were like, oh, that's what it was? Oh, screw that. (laughs) You're like, I'm done. But then you came back in and you were pulled back in.
2: I can't note Dr. Amp without just transcribing his rant.
0: Yeah, let's hear some of it. It's out of control. It's out of control. It is. And it makes absolutely perfect sense that Nadine Hurley is watching this. So is Jerry Horn. So is Jerry Horn, yes. But Nadine is watching. She's the target demographic. Yes. it is perfect. So when I I had the biggest smile on my face when mm-hmm. she popped up, I was like, yes,
2: <laughs> yep. Yes. If we're bringing her back, this is the way to do yeah, it. Yeah,
0: I I love that so 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 much, so much.
2: So this is a a propaganda podcast, yeah. Slash infomercial,
1: yeah. Is this just like?
0: It's like it's probably a radio show. It's PBS, also, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. it's on PBS. <laughs> yeah, right before the Uncharted Zone with Phil Thomas Catt. It's on at like two a.m.
2: Uh, that's a deep cut. Yep, <laughs> great <laughs> yep.
0: for all the for great. all the PTK fans out there.
2: Yeah, Doctor Amp is is incredible. It's amazing. It's so good. Just in his production value. Is on point the lighting the lamp of liberty. Lighting Man. the lamp of liberty. <laughs> and then he literally lights a lamp of liberty. He does. <laughs> he just turns yeah. around and clicks on a little lamp with the statue of liberty in it. Patreon subscribers
1: for $250, <laughs> I will send you a lamp of liberty.
0: Yeah, it's got to exist, right? I mean, maybe. I mean, there's at least one. Well, we have to praise Russ Tamblin for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's so great in this scene. Um, and I feel to me, I feel like this is a very Mark Frost thing. I know Mark Frost is uh, a radio pirate. He's a right. Mark <laughs> Frost is a radio pirate. No, but at least with like the the politics side of it, and especially just from following Mark Frost on, on Twitter, I, I just I get the vibe that this was a very Mark Frost <laughs> scene for sure. Um, and I mean, you, you guys know, even just from reading the secret history, I just feel mm-hmm. like a lot of this comes from, from that. I love, I love during the rant. There's so
2: he's just listing off a bunch of bad things. Yeah. It's like brush fires, cancer. Where are the cops when you need them? Emphysema. <laughs> uh,
0: also he's drinking huckleberry juice,
1: huckleberry extract,
0: not to be confused, with, with the Blackberry from
1: earlier in the Is episode. that the connection you're making? There's another one. To the Pentagon.
0: To the Pentagon. I don't know. I just want to <laughs> say how great it is to see a Ghostbuster in Twin mm-hmm. Peaks.
2: Ernie Hudson. Ernie
0: Hudson is here. I love it.
2: It's great. Uh, and he's great as Colonel Davis.
0: Which I think, don't know for sure. But I at least would like to think that that is a nod um, to Don Davis, who plays Major Briggs. Given the context of the scene, Mm. I think that is a nice nod to Don Davis.
2: I hope so, because that is lovely.
0: I do too. I think that's awesome. Yeah. All I could think about after watching the scene was where the hell Major Briggs showed up those 16 times in all of those years well, those prints in that time frame has it been Briggs every time I would think so I think he's just been this is the 16th hit
2: across several locations apparently right this time it's uh
0: in buckhorn mm. which is our uh, didn't mm. bring it up before our second buck of the series <laughs> Yeah, where the, where the hell has he been popping up?
1: Cherry Town, man.
0: Dude's head's floating in space. Where has mm. he been <laughs> showing up? I don't
2: know. He's touching all the walls. Yeah. So we get this information about the prince from an operative named Cindy, and uh, she's going to book a first-class flight to Buckhorn mm. to investigate this hit. Yeah. Now I'm going to assume it's about 930 30.
1: We head into the roadhouse. I mean, it roadhouse
0: to me. roadhouse. Roadhouse. so I love this because Tyler last the last episode was like, "We're just going here for no reason, just to hear some music. Nothing happens." And I was like, mm-hmm. "You just wait. <laughs> you just wait. Cause shit happens here, and it freaks me out. Something this is scary. Shit. Roadhouse.
2: Yeah, this is bad. It's very bad. It's not just scary. It's bad.
0: I don't like this guy. Angle face. Don't like it.
2: It's not ugly. a fan." Anglay.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So the and the more this plays out, I think Bobby's not the crooked cop. Bombie? Bobby's not the crooked cop. Never was. Chad is the crooked cop.
1: I thought Chad fell down.
0: No. We're talking about deputy Chad
1: Broxford. Oh, you're you remember?
2: Right. Yeah. You remember him? Yeah.
0: Yeah. He sucks. Mm. Who,
2: who fell down?
1: Chad. Chad.
0: That thing you do. You remember uh, Bobby Briggs? Vaguely. He had all his trails covered. Sure. Well, he doesn't know about Chad.
2: He doesn't know about Chad. He doesn't know about the roadhouse. He doesn't know about some dirty dealings.
0: Yeah, I think this might be that unknown trail.
2: So we're at the roadhouse, and there's a booth along the wall where Angleface is sitting, smoking by no-smoking sign. Just a real... Just a real off-putting looking dude.
1: Yeah, he sucks. Uh,
2: the manager comes by and uh, says he's going to have to ask him to stop smoking. Gestures toward the obvious sign. It's great. I thought it was decor. And uh, just being a dick. Guy yeah. says, make me. Yeah. Real, real tough character this yeah. one. But uh, yeah, here comes Officer Chad galumphing up. Uh, I'll take care of this. Sure. Ask him for a smoke. Yeah. Give him the whole pack. Full of cash. Full
1: of cash. Full of cash. You can buy 30 cartons with that much cash. Something's not right. Something's not right here. Mm -mm. Something's afoot. So this is about drugs. I mean, maybe Chinese designer drugs? Maybe Chinese designer drugs. This is drug things. Yeah, drugs. But, uh back in I remember back in my day and they would toss a football full of drugs. <laughs> sure. Instead of these <laughs> They would toss the football cancer full of drugs.
0: Sticks. They would, they would. You're right.
2: Yeah, times they are a changing. They are changing in the town of Twin Peaks. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you guys. Tell me. I got beef.
3: Oh, oh. god. Oh I got beef.
1: Let's
2: hear it. After this transaction takes place, Chad walks away. There's a table of young ladies mm-hmm. adjacent yes. to angle Face Directly. Young lady turns around mm-hmm. with a cigarette in her hand. Yeah. Asks him for a light.
0: Mm-hmm. Got a light.
2: Says, come get it. <sighs> Lows her over to the booth. She sits next to him, not across
1: from him. Oh, her. my gosh. These are the worst couples. Who go to a restaurant and sit next, next to, to each, each other. other. You want to sit on a couch? You go to rooms to go. I got beef. Oh, man. I got beef. It's a couch, not a booth. I mean, it's a booth. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I got beef. I got beef with Patrick's beef.
0: <laughs> Understood? Let's press and, on. And I accept it.
2: That's not my beef. Oh. <laughs> wow.
0: Can you continue, please?
2: She sits next to him, not across from him, and he puts her in a grab.
1: Oh yeah, uncomfortable.
2: Gets her name. It's Charlotte. Mm. While he basically has her in a strangle slash grope hold. There's a table of people on either side of this table. Yes. This is obviously a bad thing that's happening. This is that's good beef. An assault. Yep. Yeah. Her table of friends look on in horror, and do nothing. Right. right. The table right behind him is a gentleman, gentleman, who looks <laughs> yeah. over his shoulder, sees what's happening, kind of smirks, and goes back to his business. More like a scoundrel. There's also an establishment full of people. Mm-hmm. Yes. And not one person here beats this guy's ass.
1: No. Yeah, it sucks.
2: He is... Borderline raping her in the booth. Yes. And nobody's lifting a finger. That's my beef. It's good beef.
1: It's great. Can't argue with it. USDA certified. I had beef.
0: Dude is psychotic. Not a fan. Did we catch his name?
1: Didn't drop it. Matthew? He, he, didn't, he didn't toss it. McConaughey's. <laughs> I don't know. But
0: Dave, you were smart. Uh, Tyler didn't catch it. First credits. Watch. Stupid idiot. Dave caught it right away. I'll never forget it because we watched, we watched this part together, and Dave was looking at the credits and he just goes, "Who's Richard Horn?" It's like, yeah, it's a good, it's a good one. That's why I don't watch the <laughs> credits. <laughs> Who's Richard Horn? One thing I love about that, it's it's like, yeah, and that's and Horn is, that's a. Lot, I, very, very prominent last name in the town of Twin Peaks. We we know a lot of horns.
2: Also, they give you his name in the credits. It's not just yeah. booth guy. No. Not at all. Or smoking guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. They give you his name. It's like if you don't know the actor's
0: name, you gotta look that up. You're like, oh man, yeah, who is, like, is Richard Horn? Yeah,
1: like, who is that? Yeah. So I mean, it's on purpose that they name him Dick. <laughs> yes. Because he
0: is 100%. one hundred percent. And it is, and then it also plays in, maybe, could be a red herring, a red room herring, Mm. or maybe not, but it is a Richard that um, we also have already heard in this return from the giant, or should I say seven question marks, to coop with Richard and Linda.
1: Dick and Linda Tremaine? Maybe. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Time will tell. (laughs) (laughs) Time will tell. Still waiting. Still waiting on the Morgans to show up.
0: This is not where we end, though.
1: No. Surprisingly.
0: Yeah, surprisingly, this episode does not end at the Roadhouse. That's what I love, too. You get so accustomed (laughs) to the show ending at the Roadhouse. Mm -hmm. Now, here we go. We're actually We're
2: actually far from done with this one. Yeah. Uh, At FBI HQ, I assume. Sure. Uh, And Langley. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tammy Preston is going over some photos of Coop and Mr. C and their fingerprints. And apparently there's some device in her neck that just keeps her head tilting left to right through the entire scene.
3: Verified. She TP.
2: She can't quite wrap her head around what she's looking at. Yeah. And uh, no matter what angle she's tilting, she can't piece together what it is she's something seeing here.
1: Off. I think she has weak neck muscles. Hmm.
2: Yeah, there's there's something off about the the fingerprints and the faces that she's going through. Uh, I will say also, the photo of Coop is a season one slash two yeah photo. Still like yeah.
0: it's an oldie. I think it's him in the conference room at the mm-hmm. sheriff's station.
2: Took a snapshot from Just the, still, the original TV show, <laughs> pretty much. And yeah. we're back to jail. Mister C's waiting on his phone call. Warden Murphy brings him a phone.
1: You know he's gonna call. Well, Mr. Blackberry. Close. Uh, Close. Mr. Elderberry. (laughs) Close. (laughs) We'll go with Strawberry.
0: Ah. Well, should he call Mr. Strawberry? I don't don't
2: think so. No. (laughs) I don't believe he will call Mr. Strawberry. I
1: don't believe he will.
2: As he's saying this, he's looking into the security camera where the warden and a couple of other guys are watching guy sit at this table with his phone
0: and yeah warden murphy is having quite the reaction to the mention of mr strawberry yeah we don't know who mr strawberry is but apparently this is
2: somebody he does not want to hear about i don't want to hear about him for some for whatever reason he's probably not taking calls so mr c's not not taking any calls he's not going to call mr strawberry
0: Hmm. does that mean mr strawberry is dead
2: I don't know. I know that strawberries are black and red.
3: Oh. Third, right.
2: third berry of the episode.
1: Third berry of the episode.
2: Anyway, he proceeds to dial a very long number.
1: Country code. Plus
2: <laughs> plus plus forty four.
1: I think he was just pressing
0: buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was just taking a stab in the dark. Just like, maybe this will work. I mean, it
2: works. It definitely worked. Whatever it is that he did, whatever number he dialed, makes the alarms go haywire. Yeah. He still holds the phone to his ear as there's just alarms going off and you yeah. know, screens are flickering and everything. Another
0: another wall of monitors?
2: Yeah, another wall of monitors. One, and of, them, one of them
1: goes to a cooking show.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They're cooking with strawberries? Or blackberries. Maybe. Maybe. Or huckleberries.
0: huckleberries. I'm a huckleberry. Whatever it is, it must be very good.
1: <laughs> Boo.
2: <laughs> just awful. i he here for. He says into the phone, the cow jumped over the moon and then hangs up and everything stops. But. Love it. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, right? What did he just what do? What did he do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nobody knows. Like so he
0: hacked the security system. I have yep. no idea.
2: Yeah, everybody in the booth is saying, "How is he doing this? What is he doing?" Yeah. What is he doing, yeah? They
1: don't I'll even I don't
0: even know how to stop it. He's a magician. That's what I was going to say. It's the magic.
1: It's that David David Ma- magic. David. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's that David. Ma- it's magic. It's the David Cooperhead merge
2: merging. Bob Coop. So, you remember from the very beginning that a text was sent to Argent. I you recall guess. it. That made a box light up. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: I remember that box, yes. Yes. Seen it
2: before. And then as soon as this phone call ends, we go back to Buenos Aires. Yes, don't to, cry for me. Do the same box which flashes again.
1: hmm And mm-hmm.
2: then I don't know, melts immediately
0: into a gold ball.
2: It's a gold ball. <laughs> into a gold ball.
0: <laughs> what the hell?
3: <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, that was
2: great. <laughs> and that's that uh Immediately after, we just get Coop at the statue again outside of Lucky 7 Insurance. Uh, a patrol guard comes along and tells him to move along. Move along. And he doesn't. <laughs> he just stays at the statue and then credits. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it.
0: The end. This is a part, it's it's interesting to me. It's, it's actually one that I feel like I've dismissed myself in rewatches but it's actually good I think it's gotten better for me and um, again even just me pointing out the weird backwards thing earlier I'm I'm starting to catch some things you know on some multiple rewatches um but it's good other than the fact that the town of Twin Peaks has just gone to shit <laughs> uh the youths man we, what are we going to do about the youths it's the um, youths richard horn he sucks steven he sucks um other than that um comma he's just killing it as Dougie and as Mister C. Dude's playing variety of variety of roles here. Uh, I loved the Lucky Seven shenanigans. Um, kind of seeing where he works so that was the first thing. It's like you know when Janie E's like, "Oh, we're gonna take you to work." And my my first watch I was like, "Where does
1: he work? <laughs> like where McDonald's. does Yeah, where does Dougie work? He's a line cook at Waffle House. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it was fun to just to just see that because you didn't know what you're going to get into. Again, it's just the return. You don't know what you're getting into every week. Yeah. Um, But this, but this is a, this is a fun part, fun part other than Richard Horne. I have so many questions
2: and a couple of connections. It's like, it's confusing and it's scary and it's amazing (laughs) between between like Bob in the mirror and Dr. Amp. Yeah. And the Buenos Aires box. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Fun, confusing, it's terrifying.
2: Yeah, all Fun. All, of, <laughs> <laughs> all of the above. Yeah. Just I don't know, I'm I'm this one's got me twisted up. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it's still very very good and I I never didn't enjoy what I was seeing. Yeah. In in some fashion. Like I, I didn't enjoy seeing the couple in the car right. shot with the the people going yeah. backwards. That was new for me, right? And I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in I mean, uh, it, this is Twin Peaks. Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. This yeah. is just a very Twin Peaks episode. Yeah, that for sure. True.
0: Yeah, and great. It's you said in the car is just like yeah, in the double R here. It's the first time seeing the double R mm-hmm. this um,
1: season. It's amazing. The show is progressing, but it's stalled, and it's good. Which shouldn't make sense. None of that makes sense. Right. <laughs> but I feel like I learn a lot and nothing.
0: Sure. That couldn't be more well put.
1: Couldn't be more. It's well put. very frustrating. Well, I'm sure you guys have I've some unanswered questions.
2: Oh, yeah, of course. We have some unsolved mysteries, but we'll have the answers.
0: Unsolved mysteries.
2: So this is the segment where... Patrick's going to pose some questions, some unsolved mysteries from the episode, and uh, Tyler and I will give him definitive answers.
0: Who is Mr. Strawberry?
2: So, Daryl. <laughs> y- you already know Mr. Peanut. Yeah. It's yeah. Mr. Strawberry. It's a little
1: strawberry. That's right. You ever wondered why Mr. Peanut was Mr. Strawberry stole his wife. Yep. So Mr. Strawberry and Miss Peanut
2: have a little little fruit nut little half babies together. Pea berries. One of them might not even be his. Maybe one of them is Mr. Peanut's. So we will never know. But Mr. Strawberry is a he's a little guy. He's he's got a monocle. He's got a little hat.
1: A little cane. Too many has a strawberry allergy and a peanut allergy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's one foot in uh, the grave yeah, already. Like, yeah. Two feet on a banana peel. He also has three feet.
0: <laughs> What's with the Argentina box? That's his pickup line from his
3: peanut. Oh, God.
0: What? What's with the Argentina box?
1: It's instant bead box. That's right. Need a bead? Coming by C.
2: Somebody give me a phone number to call. There you go. Just text 2 to Argent, and you've got a bead with bead box. Nice.
0: <laughs> did Nadine buy a shovel from Dr.
1: Am? 12.
2: <laughs> Next. 100% <laughs> she bought at least a
1: shovel.
0: Why did Major Briggs eat Dougie's wedding ring? Hunger.
1: Loneliness. Look, like, If
2: it wasn't magically put there... By the Magician, then he was hypnotized by the Magician to, <laughs> to eat it.
0: So it's magic either way.
2: <laughs> yeah, one, one way or the other, it's magic.
1: Which horn does Richard Horn belong to? If it's Audrey, I'll die. How old is it's Richard gotta Horn? Got to be Jerry. How
2: old is Richard Horn? I'm gauging things off the age of people's offspring. Nineteen. You think this gentleman is nineteen? Twenty five. Twenty six. <laughs> if this kid is twenty-five and he is the love child of Billy Zane and Audrey Horn,
1: Billy Zane died.
2: I'm gonna write myself off of this show. <laughs>
0: Well, that was wild. You saying the thing about Audrey I think it was in the live stream, you just said something like Audrey would never raise a child <laughs> <laughs> like that. She wouldn't.
1: <laughs> she has um, too much class. To raise a child? <laughs> like that. You missed the last She's got part of it. Too much
0: class to raise a child.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean she does. <laughs> She would never raise a child. Listen, <laughs> I mothers who needs them.
0: Listen, I just want to take a minute and and hop in the rat room and see what the hell's happening there. All right. Get it on.
3: Oh,
2: you know it's <laughs> it's colder in here than usual.
1: <laughs> you didn't turn the heat on.
2: I didn't turn. I forgot to turn the heat on. It's ah, it's breezy.
1: You no, know, you should have done. Hmm. Turn the heat on.
2: I should, start, I should have turned the heat on. Yeah.
1: Started the fire.
2: Opportunity missed, but you know it, it. still, it still feels familiar. Feels good. I've seen flames in here before. Maybe we should just set these curtains on fire and see what happens. Firewalk with me. Let's go. Take these horse down. Oh, there's a, there's a horse back there. <laughs> All right. So we're here in the Reddit room. Uh, we're gonna. Look at some uh, some old reactions from Reddit and uh, see if this doesn't spark some conversation here. Uh, got one from the shark from Jaws 007. Says uh, Jacoby becoming both a conspiracy YouTuber and the new Billy Mays for shovels makes so much sense, and I'm actually surprised none of us thought of it before. It, it
0: it's so perfect. Yeah, for Jacoby's character, it really is another thing that is like it just it makes sense. Yes. you don't. You wouldn't even think of it. Kind of like what he's. It's like you wouldn't think of it, but then when you see it, it makes sense. Like kind of like with Bobby being um, working at the sheriff station. It's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that. Tracks but also, that character. never would have thought that that's what mm-hmm. he'd be doing. It it does kind of take
2: the secret history to fully put together that that's where that character's arc is going to go. Yeah, like for him to kind of have uh, experimented with you know, these uh, sort of psychedelics and like experimental psychology, and then to just really go off the deep end as far as, you know, the government's hands being in pharmaceuticals and to just go go full tinfoil hat. Yeah. I love it. He loves it. It's perfect. He loves it. Uh, Patrick, you're also not alone in one spot. User four hundred and fifty underscore dollars said, was there a green light flashing on that guy's face before Coop said he's lying?
0: I saw a green light. Not a red light. I saw a green light. Yep. I I don't I don't
2: notice color so much. Right. So You're not a color guy. I'm not a colors guy. So I I couldn't tell you one way or the other whether or not it was a green or just reflective light on the guy's face. It would make sense if it was.
0: Again, it's just one of those weird things where it, with the green tea thing that happened moments prior and just green being the color of Dougie's so. jacket, uh, there was definitely a green theme going on. Mm. <laughs> the green theme. Yeah. I'm leaving. This place spooks me.
2: It is spooky in here, and I think it's
0: time to go. Let it <laughs> And with that, we will rate this episode. Oh, boy. On a scale of one to five, James Hurley foreheads. Mm. It's Talking Foreheads.
3: Babe. Talking Foreheads.
0: I can't. I just can't. James!
3: Oh, yeah! It's
0: James! Uh, Tyler, mm. where are we feeling today? Where are we like f- Mike walking in the red room trying to feel? Where are we feeling? Where are we feeling? <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: don't, I don't know. This is tough. All right, Dave. <laughs> he said it was tough. He let the boy okay, get to it. Okay. I'm I'm getting there. Um, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go here.
3: Just
1: three and a half. Oh wow. Well, I don't have to explain myself. You don't. So but I'd like for you to <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like It's not the score I was expecting, but that's okay. It was good, but there was again, like a lot happened and nothing happened, and then the stuff with uh David Copperhead it was just kind of awesome, <laughs> but then other stuff, wa- I, other stuff wasn't, and I don't That's know. That's fine. That's fine. Perfectly acceptable, Dave Oh
0: Wow, look at that. So, I... Who is
2: that? I struggled a little bit with this one. Uh, it was very confusing in a couple spots, but I'd, I'd like a good mystery, so I don't hate that it gave me questions. Um, I hope this does pan out because I know that this season was filmed with a cohesive vision. It was, it was planned to start to finish. So I feel like things in this are much more intentional and much less stream of consciousness, fever, dream logic. If it's here, there's a reason it's here.
1: I just yeah. need to know. Like the people walking backwards. Yes, exactly <laughs> like
3: that.
1: So it's Don't. very
2: it's very good. It's not perfect. It did leave me confused. And I, I still enjoyed every second, but I can't give it more than a three.
3: Just three.
0: I think I said this earlier. I can't remember, but this was probably my least favorite episode at this point in watching. However, I've liked it a lot more upon rewatches, which I was even surprised by, especially this last time that we rewatched it. Um, but again, I think I think there's a lot to love. There's also a lot of characters to hate, um, yes. like Richard Horn. because he sucks. Yeah, he's a dick. Uh, I'm giving this one a four. Just for <laughs> And that's talking foreheads.
3: Talking foreheads
0: talking foreheads babe. Babe. talking foreheads, babe. babe.
2: Babe.
0: Babe. Alright. Part five. Part five is a rap.
2: That is a wrap on part five. So if you'd like to reach out for us, if there's anything we missed, anything you'd like us to reflect on later on, you can reach out to us at TalkingBackwardsPod at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram at TalkingBackwardsPod.
1: Patrick?
0: You can hit us up on Twitter at TalkingBackward.
1: Tyler? So once again here on Talking Backwards, I have a few Egg devler shout-outs to send out to our new Patreon subscribers. First shout-out we have it goes out to a person that has Many names. I'm not sure if they do this on purpose to keep me on my toes. Um, But as of this recording, I'd like to send a shout-out to Dark Souls Farting Mod. Killer name. Killer support. And that's all we have today on Talking Backwards. Tune in next time for some more Egg Deviler shout-outs.
0: Yeah! And Anchor!
3: What happened to the GS lady?